0: The meat of the podcast. Like, have you ever, have you ever caught your, have you ever caught your profile reflection in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Like a yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be. Disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, this shit feels like I won't ever make it home. up to get off of this road. on the
1: The way you've been talking about this case from the beginning showed that you were you were like, oh you were believing everything that came out the, the, the and you've been RP like the
0: interview just as its own like standalone thing is a ridiculous thing. Yes. But Okay, I remember this in the first
1: conversation when you brought up the topic. I was like, what happened? You're like, they found out that he was actually this colonel who's been decorated. And I was like, well, what? who found out? And you were like, it's known. It's f- Like, I remember this little conversation. You're like, intelligence or something like that. I mean, at that time, you didn't say cat because I don't think you knew. It was like an outside job. I mean, and I then, did know, but I guess I didn't say And it. then you said, like, you said, like, no, I mean, they proved it. And I was like, really? Okay, well and then and then you were like, yeah, Putin's still denying it. And my feeling was immediately like, oh, I have to push back against this because not because like just because it's it's the this the the parties involved. It's like just like two governments being like, you did like it's obviously gonna be full of a lot of bullshit on both sides. Right. And I felt like you were like really like, yeah, it's been proven and you were like that at that time. And it, But it really hasn't been proven. And as I found out more and more, I was, like, getting more and more, like, okay, whoa, this is not at all, like, what? This is not at all proven, and this is not at all clear, and it's not at all, like, hard intelligence evidence. Like, they really found it out, and there's, like, so many missing pieces and
0: so much, like... Okay, well, then what are
1: the missing pieces? Okay, the first missing piece, I mean, the methodology of Bellingcat. So... Okay. I just feel like we're not, I feel like we're starting this in, like, not a way that I want to do it. I didn't realize we were recording.
0: Well, we can just explain how Bellingcat went about identifying one of the suspects.
1: I mean, essentially, they were like, okay, this, we're assuming this is done from the Russian intelligence agency. Mm-hmm. So we're going to grow Do
0: they say GRU in Russian? GRU. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's under the military branch. Like it's part military of the military intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Military yeah. intelligence. Yeah. And
1: they then it's all just like very yeah, lucky because then they like asked some people in the military in Russia, you know, some like sources for like what's the best <laughs> military school and they, and they were like this one. And then they were like, "Okay, this guy looks to be about you know, like he was in that school in around, just based on how old he is in 2002, 2000, 2002, 2002, 2003. Yeah. So let's go look at the yearbooks <clears throat> of that time. And they found a, a man who um, reasonably looks somewhat like the suspect right now. Yeah. In, in my opinion, the,
0: he doesn't look that much like him. So, okay. So w- wait, real quick, There's there's these two suspects. <laughs> there's uh which under their their names that they've used in public are Ruslan. What's his last name? Bashirov. Bashirov. Oh, Bashirov. Yeah. So Ruslan Bashirov and Alexander Petrov, and according Bellingcat this article, according to Bellingcat, Ruslan is a alias for this guy Colonel Anatoly Chepiga. Chepiga. I, mean, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. And yeah, as as Lily said, he he they. They, yeah, they get this school. Well
1: Bellingcat, first of all, who is Bellingcat? Bellingcat is like an independent investigative open source, yeah. Thing. They're not yeah. they're not government um agency. Agency. They're they're not at least not like openly, I don't know. But yeah. they're like they're supposed to be like an independent researcher. So they're supposed to this be This isn't the legit. intelligence they've agency like, though.
0: They've like, um uh, what did they do? They did something with that like downed flight mh seventeen. Well, at any rate, people on the internet like and trust them. They 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 have a lot of like they I don't know they've but they've they've uncovered things about MH17, which was that flight that went down in Ukraine and, or some shit. And I'm not saying that they're like I can't
1: I don't know them I don't know the history of this organization and their reputation well enough to say that like they are or are not trustworthy. It's just that like the methodology they used for this is highly questionable because they like went and, like, I mean, you don't even think it looks like him, but whether or not a person thinks that this yearbook photo looks like the passport photo of um, the maybe alias name. Ruslan. Ruslan. Yeah. Um, Bashirov. So Bashirov may or may not sort of look like the photo of this this
0: colonel, but... Right, from when he was, like, at this school. Yeah. In the
1: East. But um, that is the main evidence. And the other piece of...
0: Wait, wait, no, 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 because there's more to that. It's, it's not that that, it, they, Bellingcat isn't claiming that, that Ruslan is this guy in this photo, but when they first found it, they're like, oh, okay, maybe this could be him. And it was in a photo of um, other other, like, I don't know, I don't know what you call them, like, graduates or something that had, received the, like, Russian Medal of Honor. Is that what it's called? Something like that. It's like Hero
1: of of the Russian Yeah, Hero of the... Right, so so then based
0: on that, they're like, okay, well, maybe this is the guy. So now we're going to, like, search a bunch of databases with, like, the Hero of Russia, this school, and the time, and then they found the name of this colonel.
1: Oh, wait, what? So that he had a different name in the yearbook or it was just a photo? The
0: it was it wasn't yeah, okay. there was no yearbook photo, it was just a photo of like these like, I don't know, maybe about ten guys. So they got a
1: photo that looked like him, and then they then they linked that photo to a person who is a colonel, it's pretty high up mm-hmm. in in the intelligence agency. And Cheppy got this guy that he received this medal of honor, which they're using as a main part of their evidence, which is Also really questionable because they're using it to be like Putin would have known him because this is a really high medal of honor. But that's also like kind of besides the point because whether or not he like he could still be the guy without receiving the medal. Definitely. That doesn't matter really. Okay. So a couple of things somewhere to start. Like there isn't other proof other than this like site where they found this photo and... I don't know, maybe word of mouth. I don't think there's really like there's a, his name is not in the official list of people who received this award. So, of course, you could say, well, maybe it's been taken out, maybe it's classified, maybe he since he was hiding his identity. This man also Ch- Chepiga, the man who's the colonel doesn't have any social media um presence. He's like very much not on the internet. So the person was I mean, he's part he's in the intelligence, so he's probably just doesn't want to have much of a like findable persona and it's not findable. And maybe for some reason, his reception of the award, I think in 2004, was classified information. But that's also odd.
0: Wait, uh, was it 2004? Because I thought that... 2014. 2014, yeah. The reason why the, the suggestion that Bellingcat makes as to why it was classified is because they think he received the medal for activity in eastern Ukraine. And so they wouldn't make that public. Okay. That, that's their theory on it. Um,
1: Which is th- odd because like you, those awards are public things. They're not, you know, what are they? F- I guess they could be
0: for the person. but Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the internal community knows about it at the very least. The, these are, like, the kind of three um, pieces of ed- evidence. One, it's like they search for this guy based on different things. So they search based on his school, this medal of honor. It's
1: not, but it's, they search for in a random school. Found a person. Right, found a person. Very lucky.
0: Yeah, yeah, very lucky. Um, And then also I think they looked at, like, Chechnya because they assumed that he would have been in Chechnya at some point. So there's Or
1: they th- found that he served th- in Chechnya, this guy. That's, Chibita, that's
0: how they found him originally. Okay, so there's that one, like, methodology. Maybe you can take that as evidence. The other thing is they have... Uh, his passport under his, quote-unquote, real name, which is Chepaga, as a younger person. Then they have his passport picture um, under his pseudonym, which is uh, Ruslan Basharov. And then they have his current-day, like, photo, which is also under his name, Basharov. So that's that's the second piece of information. And if you look at the images, yeah, they look alike, but, you know, lots of people look alike.
1: They look alike and, like... The, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit confusing because it's like and this has been used sort of um to prove that they're the all that they're the same guy is that the pictures are arranged like passport picture of actual chepega which they which all russian media reports um that they got it from like the passport system and they re- they put that in quotes like it feels like they're being i mean russian media i'm talking about like all Russian media of all colors, um, including independent. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was I was looking at mostly independent, and like, there's just
0: sort of less reporting happening on these two guys. And do you think they're putting that in media? quotes because they're like saying this is suspect, or they're just saying like there's no such thing as like the passport system really in this way, but they did get it from some source. I
1: don't know. I mean, that's the way that journal. It's like it's like it, you can interpret it how you want, but anytime. Anyone, everyone knows anytime you put something in quotes, you're putting it under a little bit of suspicion. Yeah. And so they're not saying like, because, because these guys... <laughs> like when you
0: quote somebody.
1: Bellingcat, yeah, Bellingcat doesn't have a picture, a real picture of this man's passport. So they searched in the system and they got a picture and media is just drawing attention that it's like not literally a passport picture. And then they have the released passport picture from the UK police of uh, Borsh, of Sorry, what the fuck is his name again? Basharov. Basharov. Basharov's passport picture um, and his like mug shot or whatever what he looks like now has a beard. One
0: one like slight correction it's it's not a picture from his um, actual passport that original one but it is a they do have a picture of him I think with his passport application from 2003.
1: That's from the system then or whatever. Yeah. So yeah so they don't have like this real man's like physical passport picture but the point is you see these three images next to each other and you can sort of, as like a person who's looking at this case and like, you know, believing what you believe and having all of your like assumptions and biases, you can look at these and you can really easily be like, they're definitely all the same. You can then look closely and be like, well, there's two of them that are definitely the same person because it's Bashirov and Basharov. And then there's this Chep- Chepiga guy his young password picture and you start to sort of, like, see that there is a little bit difference in, like, his brow, like, his nose, and, like, some things that are happening, like... I, I disagree with that, but...
0: I mean... I feel like the nose actually looks very similar to Okay, me.
1: and then one... The way this is, like, being sloppily handled, for example, is, like, on September 27th, BBC ran a story with only the photos of the Basharovs, like, the passport and the guy. So this, like, the actual guy, Basharov, the two, like... um the people who are definitely the same person yeah. being like, look how much they look alike, but they obviously look alike because it's the same person. And that kind of shit is like, it's a little, I, I just feel like there is a little bit of like sloppiness and also like a mind game going on. And so that's, one of the- I mean, I agree
0: with you, that's definitely sloppy, but it doesn't necessarily have any impact on whether or not Bellingcat is right. It doesn't have any impact on whether
1: Bellingcat is right, but then like people independently have done facial recognition of these photos And at least one independent guy, this guy, um, I mean, I don't know who this guy is, and maybe he's, like, known to be full of shit, but his Wikipedia says his name is Craig Murray, and he's a former diplomat, British diplomat turned political activist, human rights campaigner, blogger, and whistleblower. Um, He was the British ambassador to Uzbekistan Uzbekistan between 2002 and 2004, during which he exposed the human rights violation to the Karamov administration. And this guy, Murray does, like, a... He he doesn't, like... His conclusions are definitely not that, like, Putin is not lying when he says that these are tourists and they're just civilians. But this guy's conclusion... So it's not like, oh, the Russian government is is not lying, they're telling the truth, and the UK government is lying, and everything's... He thinks, like, both governments are lying and then Bellingcat in... Or, like, or have some questionable things to say, and then Bellingcat in between them um, has done a really shoddy... Job of it because their main evidence, if you like, do facial facial recognition on the photo of Chepiga and the photo of Bashirov. Uh, there's a 2.8% chance that they're the same person. They are unlikely to be the same person based on, like, and he analyzes, like, the angle of the face also. Like, this isn't, like, they're in totally different angle. They're pretty much looking straight on. They look like they're having... They have a similar tilt of the head and stuff. They're not, and they're not the only people who have done facial recognition, but it's kind of fucked up that, like, that Bellingcat didn't do facial, you know, like, or that they, like... I mean, I mean, they're I, really I like I they look know. alike. Yeah, they do look alike. I know, but Bellingcat's just like they look alike. I don't, but there you go. They're, that's it. We don't know, like, we don't know. But you we can only work with no, like no, no. open I I evidence. I'm saying, I'm saying. We don't did. know,
0: like, I don't know what the deal is with facial recognition software. Like, if the real facial recognition software is extremely expensive, how accurate it is, like. Sure. For example, this is but like 2, a 2, 4, f- this is, is a f- really small. But but, okay. but you don't. What does that? You don't know what that software is. You don't know what software he used. You don't know how good it is. You know. I mean, like, I
1: know what software he used. I don't know how good it is. That's for sure.
0: But regardless of that, okay, yeah, two point eight percent smaller, whatever. A, a random funny tidbit of this case is that the way the UK government first like identified the suspects, not who they were, but just like, who, but, but, like who are the two people? You know, they looked at a lot of. Uh, CCTV footage, like 5,000 hours, and they have, I didn't know this, they have a team of super recognizers, which are just people that are extremely good at recognizing faces. So wow. they would look at hours and hours of footage and be like, okay, yeah, these two people are this are the same two people as this. And I think, I feel like they might be the only country in the world that has this like team of people, but apparently super recognizers, like the average person can recognize... Uh, the same face twice like if they see it and then they see it again like 20% of the time but super recognizers can recognize it 80% of the time and that they're better than facial recognition software. So that's just like that to me at least speaks to the fact that facial recognition software is not that great yet.
1: Okay. Okay. But but these guys uh, have like admitted these two characters that are being um, accused of the murder or the attempted murder which is uh, by their by their aliases maybe or by the names that they're giving is uh what's the other guy's name? Peskov? No. <laughs> Petrov. <laughs> it is Peskov. is it Peskov? <laughs> um, hold on I have Pe- it up. Petrov. Uh, Petrov. Petrov, yeah. In Bashirov, those two guys like they okay so they are Openly admitting to being the people on the CCTV cameras, yeah. and uh, are not denying that th- that is they. They are just denying that they are the ones who poisoned the scruples. and they're also denying that um, they are that one of them. Basharov is Have denying he, that he is the same person he as Chayka. He has
0: denied it publicly, or has he not said anything?
1: I don't. I don't. I didn't read like a full denial of of him saying it, but. I mean, obviously he's denying it because he said multiple times on TV, I am Basharov. Like when on the RTV, okay, so the RT, rather, the RT interview, which is like one of the, yeah, other ridiculous things that this case has created, um, he says in the beginning, one of her first, one of the
0: interviewer's first questions. Introduce her. Also, did you notice something about her?
1: (laughs) No, what? Margarita Simonian. Simonian. Is that really her name? Yeah. Why isn't it Simeone? I? I mean, this Margarita Simeone and, and RT, I think for a lot of people, you just like roll your eyes when you think about them. So then they did this interview that's like this sort of casual sit down. Let me just see what she looks like. They're sitting across a table, looks like her desk or something. She, I don't know what I'm supposed to notice about her. She's wearing a floral jacket. What? <laughs> all right the physiognomy is in the house you can never believe a person without a chin her chin is very small yeah that's not me that's smith i love chinless people (laughs) yeah because i was looking at her you're like do you notice something about her and then you did this (laughs) no chin in any case she starts off like she definitely is playing this sort of like aggressive reporter um and she's like Okay, what are your like? What are your names? She's like, are those really your real names? And like, that's sort of how she starts off. And they're like, yes, and they're like very innocent. And so yeah, in that sense, they denied openly that it's Shepaga because they're like,
0: yes, it's our real. Yeah, names. yeah. But this this interview came out before the Bellingcat article. I know,
1: but. but.
0: They said that they were, they're like, we are these people. Sure, sure. But it, I, all I'm saying is like, I don't know like what their public thing is right now. They might just be like hunkered down and like not talking to the media. But it, I, this, we should talk about this interview because regardless if you think these are the guys that like poisoned the Scripples or not, like it feels like a farce to me. Does it not feel like a farce to you? I mean, yeah, it looks really, I definitely got a sort of
1: feeling of like, these guys are acting when they were when they were speaking i mean one of them petrov is like he he looks kind of like he's just like not beefy but he's like kind of a muscle head he's like sitting kind of hunched and he's like looking really seriously and it's like i just i don't know maybe i've already been like sort of biased and like fully in in inducted indoctrinated and in thinking that these guys are the guys who poison them even though i tried not to be but i feel like it's like there's no way these guys are just like random guys no
0: yeah and then, and like, then the whole conversation about how they have a fitness business and they're like talking about what they do with their fitness business and i'm just
1: like and bush does a lot of the talking he's the more expressive one i mean this is a good screenshot look this is like Really? What yeah. they look like.
0: Yeah. And and um Petrov is that Petrov never puts his hands on the table. I don't think I ever saw his hands on yeah, the table. Yeah, well time.
1: yeah, okay. So that's just like he our just a
0: pseudo-body language <laughs> Like No, it's not body language analysis. So I'm literally just saying he is like this yeah. little blue lump next yeah, to the table. He's like,
1: and and Bashirov is more expressive and doing a lot of like squinting and and actually I felt like I felt like when Bashirov like spoke he looked like he was going to cry a little bit a lot of the time, like, like he looked upset. And so that, on the one hand, you could say, like, these people are, they're awkward as fuck on camera. That's, like, a good argument for the fact that they're random. But at the same time, like, they're also pretty calm. And I feel like they are definitely saying things they've practiced, also not proof against them. They could have practiced this because, they're like, we have to go on TV and, like, we but need to practice right, our right, lines. but it's, it's
0: proof that I, in my mind, when I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, they knew all the questions beforehand, obviously and they like they got okayed and
1: like th- i, I like, don't think they knew all the questions beforehand necessarily because i feel like they just knew generally what they're going to be asked and they needed to be able to like i mean whether or not i think they,
0: they knew all the questions
1: i i i mean maybe but it's kind of funnier if they just like were like it's also a weird interview because it feels like they're like really not like it's not like professionally a studio at all no she not. looks like they should Literally, the lighting is shitty. Her face is like shiny.
0: I wonder if that was intentional to not like turn them into little media darlings, just be like, we're having a regular down home conversation with one person in a room in which everything is beige,
1: <laughs> except for them, and they have similar sweaters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like we're blue. He
1: looks like it's almost like the way that Bashirov expresses himself is kind of like. Like, he does a lot of squinting. He does a lot of sincere things with his face and, like, with his hands that, like... Yeah, they definitely look, like, almost soap opera to me or, I don't know, something... He's really trying to, like, get pity... Not get pity, but, like, be... To express innocence or something. Whereas the other guy's more just, like, whatever. <laughs> he's and really he's just, like, we were just going and, like, whatever. Um, and, like, when she... I mean that that's what's weird to me if they these are just two normal guys i feel like my main thing if i was like in some twisted case like this and i was being wrongly accused of murdering someone my main like re- emotion would probably be like anger and like just like what the actual fuck they're like really calm and kind of just like they're they really have calm. a lot of answers they're like this is what we were doing this is what we we're doing this is what we we're doing and that's not necessarily again, proof against them because they could have just been like, We've had to say this so many times to so many different people and we're like really tired of it. And it's but, like But they haven't they hadn't said it. Yeah, it, but so they've like, said it on off camera. Yeah.
0: But the, the other thing is they're not inter they barely interact with each other. Like I don't know if they ever look at each other the entire time. And it's it's well, rare one that, one looks like, at the other. Okay. But it's rare that they like I mean, they're just, yeah, they're very controlled. I think one of the, like, specific lines where it's like, wow, that just feels so prepared. is like they're talking about the perfume and, like, how would it look for a straight man to bring perfume through customs? Like, that would... Woman's perfume. (laughs) Woman's perfume, yeah. And then she's (laughs) like, and then that leads into the next question. It just feels all very constructed, which is... uh, The next question is speaking, literally, speaking of straight men... Well, normal is the word in Russian, but okay. Okay. So, So speaking of straight men, like you like you guys are spending all this time together like you stay in the same room you're walking together like it's something along the lines of what is it exactly like some, something about like why are you so close basically no she says what what brings you together okay so what brings you together um and the, nice. there's no like stuttering or anything around it the the basharov just like immediately responds like we don't want to, like, don't breach, not even, like, don't breach my privacy, but just, like, that would breach a person's privacy. Like, that's too personal a question, which to me just feels very much like they're playing into this idea that they could be two gay men, and by being two gay men, it, like, neutralizes the the threat of them being spies. Okay, so, th-
1: yeah, and what actually, so what, what happens is, like, they also don't react immediately to be, like, like a little bit embarrassed or, like, ha or anything like that. Yeah, he pauses. He sort of says, like, he's, like, well, I think that – and he, like, sort of starts slowly. I remember being, like, what is he about to say now? He's, like, I think that that is venturing into the territory of, like, personal, and we came to the media for protection. That's what yeah. he says. <laughs> we came to the media for protection and this is starting to sound like an interrogation. And she says, We're, like, journalists aren't protectors or something like that. Um, but there's no, like, I don't know, giggling about it or something, which, yeah, maybe it's, like, going towards the argument that they're trying to play up the fact that they might be gay together. Yeah. It's also funny, like, uh, just side elision that it's translated. That was the subtitles translating it? Okay, because I didn't see it was subtitles. Like, it's funny that RT translates that as straight because... Russian is normal, like, normal as in, like... But that means straight, no? Yeah, but it doesn't mean... It's not... um, It's very encoded with what you might think it sounds like, which is, like, you're either, like, it's more natural or correct.
0: Normal, usual. Is there a word for straight that doesn't have that, though?
1: No, because it's either you're, like... I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe there is, but, like, there is something encoded in that, like... You wouldn't translate it as normal either, because normal can mean, like regular or usual or but like he uses the word would any normal man he's not saying i don't think that it's straight i think in the beginning he's like saying what a normal like healthy normal you know psychologically just sound. together man sound man carry women's perfume and then she catches on to that and she's like speaking of normal men mm-hmm. so it's sort of not exactly straight and that's what's like kind of funny about it because then she's like and also very like russian Speaking of normal men, what are you doing together? Like, what, what brings you together or whatever? And they're like, well, wow. So it's not explicitly,
0: but it definitely is encoded. Right. And and also in that response, they could have just been like, oh, we're business partners because that's what they are saying they are as business partners.
1: Yeah. And like, exactly. They don't need to be defensive about it. They they didn't react to it in any, like, they didn't react to it. He just was like, well, wow. Which is like, which leads,
0: like, which it feels very constructive.
1: Yeah. I mean... It, I mean, whether or not they saw the questions, they were aware of, like, they practiced what they were going to say. Specifically. If,
0: if, if these guys, like, let's say for a second that these guys aren't, right, right, which I'm trying to do, then how do you explain this interview?
1: I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe they're like, I mean, I agree. It's hard to believe that even from the very beginning when she's like, are you Petrov and Bashirov she, like, says their full names. And she's like, those are your full real names. And they're like, "Yeah." And it like feels sort of just like they're like smiling or something. I don't know. It's just like so, so boppery. I mean, there is
0: also all this footage of them like going. How did Salisbury going to Salisbury for like a short amount of time and then leaving and then coming back. And their explanation in this interview is like the weather. It's the weather. There's slush everywhere and like. I feel like they were also kind of giving a dig at like London public transportation because they kept just being like it was it was chaos like there was no there were no trains or buses running like you have to understand it was horrible. yeah so
1: they flew into London and they said that they really actually spent a lot of time talking about the weather and they said like the media isn't showing that like on the dates that we were there the weather at least the first day the third I guess of March w- the weather was like really really bad and it was like a snowstorm. And you couldn't even move and all transport was halted and all this stuff. And, like, I didn't take it as so much like a bash of the London system. I just took it as, like, they're saying there's been some, like, manipulation where people aren't talking about the weather. But that explains why they went, they had, the, their stories that they went to Salisbury to see the cathedral and to see mm-hmm. this beautiful city, which they compliment no, a lot. And
0: the oldest clock in the world. Yeah, They were, clock. like, listing the, like, tourist They were, like, what
1: makes this city so amazing what is it famous for and then they list the different things and they were saying like oh because of the weather we spent like maybe half an hour to an hour in salisbury total and we weren't able to
0: get to the cathedral We went to a coffee shop to drink coffee a warm drink because we were cold yeah
1: (laughs) i mean like they're, they're it's like thank you it's kind of like it's kind of like um i mean what i really liked was Yeah, the sort of, like, innocence of their backstory is really funny. And she's like, well, what did you... She, I think that they start saying that kind of stuff because she... Like, coffee, because it's cold. Because she says, like, well, what were you doing there? Like, okay, you got there. What exactly were you doing? They're like, well, we went to drink coffee because it's snowing and coffee warm. You know, they're just, like, filling in this, like, pressure to, like, explain. But... Then when they go back, she's like, did you walk by the Skripple's house? They're like, well, maybe we walked by it. Maybe we didn't. Like, we don't know what it looks yeah. like. And then he's like, I'd never heard of this name before. <laughs> and, like, these, the, it's so sincere in, like, a f- practice way that it is hard to believe that, like, that's really the story. But I like how, like, some of the media is approaching it. Like, Radio Svoboda published, I think it was today or, the, or yesterday, that's the 760th anniversary of the cathedral. Okay, And they published a story.
0: I want to get it because it's funny. Oh, my God. Oh, and then the last piece of evidence, and you can be the judge of whether or not you think it's legitimate or not. I listed the first two a while back. But the last piece of evidence is that a few different publications spoke to people in the hometown of um, Basharov, potentially, a.k.a. whatever his last name is. Chirpiga? Chirpiga?
1: That's the hometown of yeah.
0: that guy. No, mm-hmm. no, no. It's the hometown of that guy. I to do with. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Um, and they basically showed images of these, like, three images that Bellingcat had, presumably, which is this young picture of his passport under the name Chepiga, and then the picture of Bocherov, and people in the town. Some said... They're not the same. Some said yes. That's definitely him. I've seen him around with his children a few years ago, his child, and some were like, "We don't. We not. We're not going to talk to you." So
1: I mean, but the way that, but the way. Okay, so before I go back to the Radio Liberty thing, which is just funny, but um, the way that that whole like, yes, yeah, going to the town or speaking to people from from the original town, uh, the hometown of Cherpika, Is that his name? Cherpika, Yeah, with. C H E P I G A, Chepiga, Chepiga, the way that was conducted, like, or not the way it was conducted, like first of all we don't in not in 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 all the cases because a few different journals like at yeah, the Washington Post, the BBC, and Kommersant in Russia, which is the one everyone in Ru- in Russian media is citing, either went. I think the BBC may be the only one who went on the ground there, but others spoke to sources there. They, we don't know exactly what they showed them. It would make actually most sense if they showed them the most, um, well, one of the pictures of the guy identifying as Bashirov. Mm-hmm. They don't need to show yeah. the picture of the actual guy. Mm-hmm. And that would be make the most sense. But we're not sure exactly what they showed.
0: In Kamrasan? Well, wait, hold on. I can see them showing a picture. And I think it's the back of it. It's the back of it. But I think that that's the uh, middle one. No, I think it's the middle one. Oh. I think. I think so so Commerçant, the Russian
1: journal, um, which is not officially like state owned or anything, but it's owned by this very wealthy businessman, maybe oligarch, who like
0: Might.
1: You know, I don't know, may or may not try to be in the good graces. Right, great graces of, of Putin. But regardless, like they they publish this um, they speak to people who have diverging opinions about the identity of this man. And I, they, the first picture they show in their article is a picture of his like mugshot, the most recent one with the beard.
0: Okay.
1: So it seems like they showed that to people, and they were like, "Is this like? Do is you it, know this is it, man?" I don't
0: know if we should be calling it a mugshot. Is that what it is? I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't it, think so because he wasn't arrested. But in why the is UK. he f- looking like that? I mean, it's just a picture. It's
1: They have They have. They're not arrested. They're like just suspects, like wandering around. How
0: could they be arrested? They're back in Russia.
1: And I don't know what that is. Airport security photo. It's I don't like know. a straight-on photo. Yeah,
0: but I mean, those photos. You know, they could have taken that for. Yeah, I don't know. It? security. I think mean, it's from the person. UK police. I think it's
1: probably from the airport when
0: you like yeah. walked in. Yeah, Reshnev was seen in a photograph released by UK police. So the UK
1: police released this latest one. It's not mugshot. Sorry, that's wrong. But Chepiga, they show this picture to to residents of the city and like they get diverging opinions but like sort of on the side of bellingcat because the person this woman who identifies as being someone who's known him for a long time says it's definitely him and she recognizes his face and she recognizes his voice from the rt interview she's like oh yeah that's definitely him and she says she's spoken to him i mean she was close with him but then another person who says that they saw him 10 years ago like 100 percent saw him said this can't be the same person because like this person had was almost bald ten years ago and had like a, a different face. Like she's like the face was wider or whatever. Like had different facial mm-hmm. whatever that's called arrangement. And like the balding thing is also like, well I don't know about the facial features, but um maybe this guy's wearing, I don't know, a toupee or something. A Bugs. really good Yeah. Plural. Although that wouldn't explain why the person who recognized him was like she didn't say anything about bald she was like so they get two different opinions but sort of like if you believe the woman who supposedly uh, was close to him then it sort of makes sense to believe her and she said it's definitely him yeah but that's also just it's like that whole thing feels very farce like to me because it's like they went to this village and they're like look and people like yes yes or no no or like yes he's one of us it's just like all right, well, people's memories get confused. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. just not evidence, really, to me. It's just part of the story. I agree. I agree. I mean, wait, but the I wanted to say the radio thing. They, like, R- Radio Liberty published a story saying, like, Aspire in the heavens, a tutorial on Salisbury for, the, for beginner tourists B and P. Which I think <laughs> is very clear what that is, and then they do this thing, this whole history where they don't mention the case, and at the very end um, of the history of Salisbury, they mention they were like they mentioned the the case that has made Salisbury sort of come to a lot of people's attention, unfortunately, and they say like March third this year in Salisbury, on the train from London, Ruslan Bashirov and Alexander Petrov, eager to see the main attraction of the city, like arrived whatever, what I've seen from Dost and. Medusa is like, Dost is reporting and Medusa are reporting almost the same uh, tone, which is just like really heavily citing the heavily citing Bellingcat, being like, by the words of Bellingcat, by the findings of this, or being like, you know, Commerceant spoke to two people and they were two opinions and they were different, and like really trying to um, not really lean either way, but like. I didn't see anything as, like, tongue-in-cheek as this.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like my final opinion would be, like, well, I don't know, but if I was forced to choose, I would choose that, yeah, they probably are the suspects. I mean... It's definitely, like, circumstantial, and I don't know if if it would, like, hold up in a court of law, but, like...
1: I also like how it's sort of, like... It seems It seems like there is definitely, based on just the RT and you like the behavior of these guys, like, there's a high chance that they're not who they are, but that, like, they're also yeah. maybe not Chippeka right, sure, or this sure. guy's not Chypiga, and that, like, this is, like, so typical of these back and forth between two governments and then the medias of the two governments or the two countries, like, interacting with the, the facts that are coming out because, like, it's just so typical that, I mean, it's almost, like, perfect for Russia because, like, Russian government, because the Russian government's official position is, like, no... This is definitely not. These, these are, are two tourists, tourists, and like yeah. their story is correct. We don't have nothing to do with these people, and it's but, sort of helpful when something like this spelling cat things comes out because they're like, it's it definitely has sketchy aspects, and then they can say things like like what Peskov, who is, Peskov, um, not Petrov, said like. There's like on Red Square there are 15 Stalins and 15 Lenins and they really do look quite a bit like the original and like the whole sort of calling people out for their bullshit. They yeah. love mocking like Or like that, yeah. Channel One when you search, first of all, Channel One hasn't been writing about the script-ball the word scriptball since September 16th. So that name they wrote a little bit about like the Salisbury the case in general in like like how Lavrov was. Some like I don't know drama that happened and like how some of the t- diplomats were interacting with each other, but in terms of the two guys, like when did RT come out? I think the sixteenth. Yeah. So they hadn't wrote about the two guys and like this and this all murder or attempted murder since the sixteenth, and they just like they use this language of, kind of they use this language of kind of like scandal, like a new series in the thriller, of of Novichok, like the. They call it a thriller, or they're, like, the, the like, I, I mean, don't know, that's sharply... That's what it feels
0: like. It feels, it to me, like, I feel like I kept kind of forgetting that this is happening in present day. Like, I kept, like, slipping back or something and thinking um, it feels... It does feel very old and, like, spy intriguy. And we don't really have those types of stories much anymore, except that the Russian government seems to be a fan of poisoning people. I mean, the, like... I don't know. Yeah, because it's poison and because... It's, like, these two guys that look like spies and they are just, like, sit there in their blue sweaters. And, and also
1: like, what's going... in like, Scripple's, like, notably silent and, like, not really round. Stern. Or, like, if this... So this guy just was sort of identified as Chirpiga. Like, if it's... Like, if that guy's really... He's a colonel. If he really exists and isn't that guy, then where is he? Like, yeah. there's just
0: a lot... There's a lot... Yeah. And, and, someone, and the fact that the people survived and then, like, the this poison was in a perfume bottle that some, like, random person picked yeah, up and sucks. died from, like, all that stuff. And then you have, like, the global politics result from this, which was that there is a lot of fallout because, yeah. like, this sort of thing. It's, it's interesting, like, this sort of very public thing in which, like, it's a discrete event. I mean, like, a single event in which what people presume the Russian government tried to poison uh uk citizen which who's is what a is. former
1: russian citizen and russian spy I mean, yeah it's not he's, just a he's, random he's dual
0: citizenship yeah okay. is like taken as a threat to the english government and governments around the world which i can see the argument for that i guess but it's just it's like there was a lot of fallout from this like well the diplomats bunch, being expelled yeah diplomats being expelled both in london and yeah. in moscow like after the poisoning and like there being a u.n emergency meeting on it and all all that sort of stuff because I think of it, the government's, there's like the poisoning thing and the spy thing, but I think governments also tend to be more sensitive to uh, like poisons and chemical warfare and stuff that's like a big no-no i
1: mean how did you get the chemical it's scary to to bring a chemical agent into another country yeah. for sure like yeah. it's definitely like given that somebody died from touching the perfume bottle yeah. i mean like you and could like have died cops from-
0: that went in were sick got sick from being in this place also they had guinea pigs that died from dehydration
1: what yeah because guinea pigs
0: the scripples had guinea pigs and a cat and they, the guinea pigs died because nobody was there to water them. And then I think they killed the cat.
1: Who killed the cat?
0: The uh, UK government because they had to, like, do inspections and then they ended up That's burning all the bodies. I know. but
1: Because <laughs> the, the poison was put on the doorknob,
0: as far as I understood,
1: which yeah. is very, like, also... Fun detective. Yeah, fun. I mean, like, put on the doorknob, <laughs> then they, they go around and do things. They go to a restaurant and a bar, the Scribbles, yeah. before they pass out in the middle of the city. I mean, die, like, pass out, almost die. Fucked up. But then they get, re- so they're, they're alive. But, like, in the middle of the city, and those, that restaurant and bar, I think, are closed for the next, they'll be open by, like, Christmas
0: time. Oh, well, because they have to do, yeah, they have to, it, there's no way, good, easy way to clean this stuff except with, like, caustic chemicals. And it, it I, I feel like the UK government said it was going to cost them like millions of pounds. The other thing,
1: the other thing is that like, um, yeah, like at least some Russian liberal sources reporting on like how this sucks for the city because they're getting they're now. Hiring consultants to help sort of re-market their cities mm. for tourists because tourism has gone down like fourteen percent or something since March yeah, because you're gonna
0: get like a nerve agent because in like your brain. yeah
1: because somebody actually it's died from up. touching something randomly yeah. so they're like well I don't want to accidentally touch it but the the city's trying to like rebrand itself oh. and like spending a lot of money on that and also being like people should really know that the exact places like we know exactly where those people went yeah. and those places are closed <laughs> and like it's okay and I mean that really sucks because. That has larger reverberations just for the local industry the whole like political meaning of it i think this is why people like meduza and radio um liberty it. are trying to be endorsed are trying to be like diplomatic about this because like, like it's it's just everyone in, definitely including the uk government sounds like very full of shit when they talk about this so like like the russian government's going to be really punished for this and so like they use language like um, the 4th of March in Salisbury, the former GRU, whatever, employee, Sergei Skripal, and his daughter, Julia, were poisoned. It's a passive voice. Like, they're still on the... And I think it's it's the right thing to do. They're still on the sort of, like, innocent until proven guilty, reporting everything yeah. with sources. Like, the, the British police say X because this actually is, like, a really sensitive case. And, like, unfortunately, people are using this both sides are using this for their own weird like the whole expelling diplomats on both sides like the UK expelled diplomats because of this like a hundred Russian diplomats Mm -hmm. it's like I never understand the connection between expelling diplomats and the thing that caused them to it's usually just feels like really petty and like shitty for those people because like they have lives and then suddenly they have to go away and that's happened like Russia does that in like answer usually which puts them on a different they like to be on the moral high ground to like well you did it first
0: but it's i mean i'm less concerned with like those individual people's lives because they'll be okay and more concerned with the like Way in which that further degrades relationships between the West and Russia, but
1: exactly like that kind of es- it's a it's a very escalated like reaction that happened very soon after. Yeah, but but also like it you without can't- any of this evidence and shit. I mean, they were like they were like these are the people who did it. They're Russian citizens, and that's. And we're expelling. I mean, like, when they expelled the diplomats, they didn't have all of this information.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of... Well, we don't know. We don't know how much information they have and don't have. But, yeah. I know. I agree with you. But that's I, fucked the, up. the last thing is a, of this, like, intrigue bit is that you have the, the um, victim, which, yeah, you mentioned used to be, like, a Russian spy. But a little bit interesting thing about him is that he was part of this, like, spy swap that happened in 2010 in which... I I was confused about this before, but basically he had already been in the early two thousands. He had been convicted of espionage uh, by the Russian government uh, for spying on behalf of the U K government, and so in this like spyware. Ser-
1: in. He was spying in the U.K. on behalf of the U.K. government or in Russia?
0: I would assume in Russia and other places. Okay. Um, and then, so he was convicted and in prison and then part of the spy swap in which the U.S. Uh, gave a bunch of prisoners back who, um, that were Russian spies or whatever. Um, this guy ends up in the UK because they like flew through the UK and the UK gave like, there was four of them, I think gave them all Russian or all, uh, British citizenship. So he gets his like sentence commuted. He gets a presidential pardon by Medvedev and then he ends up being a UK citizen, but he's retired officially, but he does still do like what I would call consulting for different government spy agencies or like intelligence agencies around the world in order to give them information about how the Russian intelligence community works. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Oh, so then I wonder if somebody might want him dead. Yeah. I mean, even, like, again, this is how it always is with these cases. It's like, even if this wasn't ordered by Putin himself kind of thing, which seems, like, really unlikely. But, but that's kind of what, like, well, That's what they're Belincat, implying. Yeah,
0: Bellingcat implies that because after they, like... They're like, he's a colonel. He's a colonel, and then they write to some high-up person in the military, whose contact they have, and they say, like, well, basically, like, what does this mean? And they're like, well, if a colonel to go back in the field, that's, like, really crazy. And if they have gone back in the field, then it's an indication that somebody high up ordered it.
1: Yeah, but that, so, and one of the, like, commander of, the former command commander of, of Chippega from this, like, intelligence school where they identified the photo, said, like, yes, this was my person under my command, like, I recognize this person, but the idea that Chepaga is the same as this, the same man as this uh, Basharov character is light
0: schizophrenia. All right, that's the episode. As always, be sure to subscribe to us on Twitter and Telegram at in Russia. If you have any questions, give us a call at four seven-292-7126, Or you can leave us a message on Skype. Subscribe to our monthly image-based newsletter at SheetsInRussia.com. And we will see you next week. Support us. Support us. Patreon.com slash SheetsInRussia. Yep.